Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this. <laughs> oh, Lord, for such a time as this. We once again come to you. As children always do, they run to their father for help, for rescue for redemption, for wisdom. And, Father, we do that right now. But maybe you be thankful, children, for the blessings you have given us. May we start concentrating on those blessings that we might be encouraged and realize that What other doom and gloom we see in this world, you shine brightly. Abba Father, you know my heart and you know the heart of those who are listening. You have drawn me back. I have been continuing my prayers, but I stopped at one point praying for President Trump. And that is who you told me to pray for. So, Father, forgive me for that. And again, we will press on, praying for this man and his family and all those that surround him in some positive way, even his followers, his supporters. I pray for their safety as well. Father God, I pray for wisdom and discernment. And may we not just be angry about the injustices that are going on, but have a righteous anger. That we can see that your hand is not there. And may that be the biggest problem in our hearts at all. Lord, we know, your children know, you are the way, the truth. And the light. May we always lean on you and not on our own understanding and not on man and not on government. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, I ask that you will bless this hour. It is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Before I continue, I want to make um, a note here for you that we are making some changes, some technical changes. And if you're listening on streaming, there might be some glitches coming up in the next few days. So the switchover is supposed to happen on Monday with the streaming, and (laughs) there's always hiccups. So I'm just asking you to beware. There might be some hiccups. How many times during the year of 2020... Did we have to hear the phrase, 
we're in this together. And it was never true. The bare truth is that they are themselves in this together, the media and the politicians and the bureaucrats, against the American people. And the last thing in the world that they want to see happen is for the American people to unite and be in this together. Yes, the raid. Oh, yes, it was a raid on President Donald J. Trump's residence in Mar-a-Lago. It was evidence and truth of a real insurrection. It didn't just take place that day, did it? If you've been listening to me, if you've been leading, reading any of my writings, you'll know this insurrection, this change of government, it happened a long time ago. But it is escalating now. And there is a power struggle. Because unfortunately, you have seen the light. And the light, what we're seeing, the truth that we're seeing is pretty ugly. So let me just drive home this idea. I've titled the show, The Consent, Did You Give Your Consent? The Declaration of Independence says within it that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Consent of the governed. What does consent mean? Permission for something to happen or agreement to do something. You give it your permission. No change may be made without the consent. This says of all the partners, but I'm going to say without the consent of the governed. I told you years ago that we the people, we have the power to make these changes. But like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, we keep looking at the power somewhere else. We keep looking for the answer somewhere else. When in fact, we actually hold the power. No, we don't have ruby red slippers to click together. And she didn't need the ruby red slippers to click together. But for some reason, beyond all understanding, (laughs) the marvel of history, as George Washington said, we were convinced we did not have such power. The quotes that I have here, you know, it's kind of funny looking up these quotes these days in the last couple of years. All of a sudden, we have these angry little places that are saying, <clears throat> he never said that. We can't confirm that. Snopes is one of the worst. But all of them, there's several of them. But this was attributed at one point in time by Edmund Burke, and it may have been said by someone else. I don't know. But it's a great quote. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Consent of the governed. So did we give consent to open the nation's borders? Did you give consent for that? Did you give your consent to pass laws that will tax you even larger? Did you give consent for your children to be taught perverted sexual behaviors? In the public school, did you give your consent to change and amend the Constitution of the United States? In particular, I'm thinking of the 17th Amendment, which I believe took the state's power away. 
because they don't really have a senator. Did you give consent for your money to pay others for not working? You know, the infinite forever welfare. Did you give your consent to start wars in lands that we have no business in? Did you give your consent for public schools to stop teaching or educating and spend those hours indoctrinating your children? Did you give your consent to stop American energy from flowing? Did you give your consent to remove religion from the public square? Did you give your consent to mandate masking? Did you give your consent to shut this nation down and lock it up? Did you give your consent to vaccinate all peoples and babies with untested vaccine? Did you give your consent for rule of law to end? Did you give your consent for one class of people to be held above another? Did you give your consent for career politicians? Did you give your consent to be ruled by bureaucrats? Did you give your consent? If you did not, then perhaps, perhaps we are under siege, America. Perhaps. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe, and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we have Daniel Turner with us. Daniel, how are you doing today? Beth Ann, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, and happy Friday to you and your great listeners. Well, happy Friday to you. I'm sure you have a busy weekend. I'll just give you a little clue of how I started the show. I ask, I was quoting the uh, the uh, phrase out of the Declaration of Independence, you know, the consent of the governed. Then I started asking everyone if they gave their consent for this or for that, <laughs> that we're being... <laughs> the things that are being pushed upon us. And one of them was for our energy to be taken away from us. We, did we give our consent yeah. for that? Hmm. Anyway. No. No, it's absolutely true. And, and, and without energy, we have nothing, right? That's it, right. It drives, it drives the economy. It, it drives our agriculture. Uh, it's our national security. It's everything. And, and, and I think that's why it's the, the, the main focus of, of this current administration, just the way in the Obama administration, healthcare was the main focus, right? Because when you can control someone's healthcare, health. you can control an awful lot about them. And if you can control someone's energy, you can control an awful lot about them. You're absolutely right. And uh, I'd say they're kind of out of control. And the American people, we didn't give our consent for that. In fact, we told them we didn't want it. We told them we didn't want Obamacare. For the majority of the American people did not want a national healthcare system but we got stuck with it well we got stuck with it anyway and that's why we need a rebranding of a lot of the the names and phrases that we use you know the people like bernie sanders and aoc um and we often call them radical and and they like to call themselves radical um but there's you know that the history of the world has always been uh oppression right it has always been tyranny it has always been a king Absolutely. or a duke or a lord or a pharaoh um, the real radical belief is what, what the Enlightenment taught us, what the Founding Fathers taught us. Freedom is the radical position. Absolutely. It's nothing, it is nothing radical to think that you should be governed over and, and lorded over by someone more powerful. That's, that's, that's expected. That's a good way to look at it. We're, and, and we are. We are the radicals. I mean, we were the ones that uh, decided, you know what? We don't need somebody else to tell us what to do here on this continent. You're way over there and we're way over here and we just don't need you to be. No. You, what's the old phrase? You ain't the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and it's the biggest differentiator between this administration and, and maybe the previous one is 
Um, it's a philosophical difference, and it's and it's a very common one. Um, but it is a philosophical belief that that they know better. Uh, you know, fathers know father knows best, like the TV show. Well, well, Biden and, and and team they like to think that they're in charge. They're the parents. They know better than we do. And if we just give up and surrender some of our freedom, our crazy ideas, our individualism, they'll take care of us. And and that's kind of a standard uh, a, a belief of again of, of governments for for centuries. Um, so it is pretty radical to think that I don't need someone to take care of me. I can take care of myself if you'll just get out of my way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the, my fear, if we can call it a fear, um, is that the American people have lost that particular spirit, that spirit of independence of you get out of my way and let me handle it myself. You know, I can, what's the old song? I can handle this job all by myself. <laughs> I don't need your help. I can handle this. <laughs> Oh, Roger Miller, he was a great one. But um yeah. You know, I'm afraid we've lost that spirit and uh I think this raid at the president's home has enraged people. I want them it to has. be careful with their rage of what they do with it because I think they would like nothing more than us to go off half cocked, so to speak. Um so I think we need to be very careful, but I also I don't think it can wait till November. I think the American people need to make sure they are heard now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the FBI, uh, this this raid does concern a lot of people, but they also have a very recent and pretty bad history of of orchestrating (laughs) a lot of nonsense. The most egregious, obviously, is the, 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 the kidnapping plot against the governor of Michigan. And then they say, well, we planned that because we wanted to see if we could recruit people to kidnap the governor of Michigan. And you say, well, that doesn't really seem like a good use of our taxpayer dollars, does it? Um, so the FBI, you know, when, when I was thinking about this just earlier, the, the biggest problems facing our country, are we making any headway, right? We could look at the war on drugs and the mm-hmm. amount of drugs coming through the southern border, and the FBI would say, well, that's not us. That's the Drug Enforcement Agency. And you say, okay, well, what about human trafficking? And they would say, well, that's not us. That's immigration uh, and ICE. They take care of that. And you'd say, okay, well, what about espionage and the amount of Chinese spies that we allow into our country under you know, student visas? And they would say, that's not us. That's the CIA. So I guess my question is, well, what does the FBI do? And what do they do well? Because our crime is skyrocketing. Our, our drug problem is skyrocketing. Our illegal immigration is skyrocketing. Human our trafficking. Chinese and Russian, Human and, trafficking and is number one in this country. So, so what? So, what's your job? I guess the, you'd want to ask the FBI. And, and are you are you making any headway in it? Heck, we watched whole cities burn down in the last couple summers. Luckily, mm. the summer's almost over, and we haven't had any major incidents. But the city They're of waiting for Waukesha, Wisconsin, burnt down. Yeah, I mean, we the FBI did nothing. So, what is the FBI's job, basically, if not to make fake plots to kidnap the governor of Michigan? I don't know what their job would, would actually be. Well, and, and infiltrate a crowd at uh, Trump rallies so that it looks like they're the bad guys on January 6th. I believe we had a little infiltrating going on there. And I think we have proof of it, actually. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, what they do, it seems to me that they're they're the harassers coming after the people. Anybody who doesn't... Uh, been to the way of whoever's in charge these days, when particularly the Democrat Party, they're gonna, and I, you know, Daniel, I cannot, I cannot get it out of my mind 
Yeah, you follow these things closer probably than even I do. There was a day years ago when Hillary Clinton just happened to walk off with a whole bunch of FBI files. I can't get that out of my mind. Yeah. What was that about? And, and, and where was the in, investigation and just even just the mild curiosity? Uh, but that doesn't seem to seem to, to 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 motivate them to do anything. And so, yeah, when you know, and then the, the statement yesterday by FBI Director Ray um, saying yeah. that the, the the rhetoric against the FBI is threatening the lives and and attacks on the FBI are. Are, you know, verbal attacks on the FBI are, 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 are not, not allowed or illicit. And you say, well, you have a huge credibility problem. And when you have a credibility problem, telling people who are dissenting to, to be silent or you will be arrested doesn't help your credibility problem, right? You have to earn back a little bit of trust. And the FBI doesn't seem very eager to do that. Oh, who, where did they come from? You know? And, and the thing, my point with Hillary was it seemed like it was after that. They owned, the Democrat Party owned the FBI. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just imagining that. But this, this rhetoric that we can't say anything against them, but yet they can come and bust doors down in wee hours of the morning for, against people that they consider to be the enemies of their state. But what about we yeah. the people? We didn't give consent for this FBI to go doing this. The FBI was my idea of the FBI. Of course, I used to watch Dragnet, you know. But they they took care of a law, took care of uh, criminals that kept crossing state borders, you know. So human trafficking would be something they ought to be chasing, and yet the United States of America is number one in human trafficking. That's not something to be proud of. Yeah, where's the FBI? And, and, and optics don't help. The situation right now, and maybe mm. people are going to say, "Well, you, you're all crazy," but it is just very bizarre that the judge who signed the warrant for the FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago was the personal attorney to Jeff Epstein, who then was appointed as a judge by Bill Clinton, and the photographic evidence of him and Ghislaine Maxwell at, at the Epstein Island—it's just bizarre, you know. And people could say, "Well, they were just friends," and maybe they are friends. But it just seems bizarre that the one judge of all the judges, you know, of all the gin joints in the world to walk into, of all the courtrooms in the world to walk into, you walked into the courtroom of the judge who was the personal attorney for a guy who, quote unquote, committed suicide <laughs> and, and ran and ran underage girl sex rings. I just find that and, and, and who also maxed out to the Clinton campaign. I just find that very curious. And you know something else? Mama used to say, be careful who you hang out with. You are who your friends are. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. I think that that is very telling. And it's very scary. I hear the music, but it's very scary, Daniel, that so many in high places in this government were connected to such perverted things as Epstein and his island and Weinstein and, and some other things that are going on. And at the same time, this country has now been lifted up as number one in human trafficking. I can't get that off my mind. And it's no. uh, it's an abomination. It's not something. Yeah. It's Anyway, we're out of time for this morning. Thank you. You have a great weekend. And take care Thank of yourself. Thank you. Uh, you too. God bless, Daniel. Thank you. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to continue with a few quotes that I looked up this morning. I was looking them up because I wanted to encourage you and make you understand you did not give them your permission to do the things unto you for which they are doing. <laughs> and um, that is concerning, America. Very concerning. Thomas Jefferson said, All tyranny needs to gain a foothold is for the people of good conscience to remain silent. And rule America, you're the most beautiful people in the world. Stubborn, hardworking, independent, but all you want to do is be left alone. But in doing this, when we think like this, we have allowed tyranny. And it has taken more than a foothold, my friends. It is strangling the liberty right out of this nation, if it hasn't already. I think we're blue, and I'm not talking about the Democrat Party from lack of liberty, from lack of oxygen. But the worst part of that is we've condemned our children to this slavery. You know, Tulsi Gabbard, and I, I love to hear Tulsi Gabbard, and I, I've, I've talked to you about this before, but she was a Bernie Sanders supporter. She is a Democrat. But now she's talking about how bad things are and what they're trying to do. And I'm thinking, social looked, socialism looked good to you here a few years ago. What happened, girl? It ain't so pretty when it's on top of you, is it? Thomas Jefferson made this comment. When the people fear the government, there is tyranny. When the government fears the people, there is liberty. And we've heard that before. It's a beautiful thing. And it's true. And I believe they are a little bit desperate right now. They are fearing you. So keep it up. Put them on notice. But Barack Obama said this, because they don't want you to see what they're doing. That's my opinion. He made this. Now, you got to remember, they, they aren't in this alone. They are in this together, meaning the politicians and their bureaucrats. They'll warn you. They'll warn that tyranny is always lurking just around the corner. You should reject these voices. Oh, there's no man behind. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. That iron curtain. So does the government fear us? Or do we fear the government? Rebellion is tyranny. Rebellion, I'm sorry, to tyranny is obedience to God. Again, Thomas Jefferson. Most bad government has grown out of too much government. Thomas Jefferson. So Rudy was telling me yesterday that he had, did you say he downloaded uh, the new bill, the Inflation Reduction Act? Yes, I did. And how many pages was that? I think it was like 784. Did you read that last night? Um, no. Neither did they. 
No, they didn't. And they're voting on it today. Uh Uh-oh. James Madison told us, It will be of little avail to the people that the laws are made by men of their own choice if the laws be so voluminous that they cannot be read or so incoherent that they cannot be understood. How many times have they passed a bill without reading it? 700 pages is kind of short compared to the Obamacare and some of the other things that were thousands of pages. They didn't read them. And who wrote them? It wasn't the lawmakers that wrote them. They're too busy getting elected. They're too busy with their insider trading. They didn't write any of those bills. That in and of itself is treason, in my opinion. They ain't doing their jobs, folks. Put them on notice. And this bill, this act, is not going to reduce the inflation. It's going to increase it. And that isn't enough. They've got to spend, what is it, $80 billion more for more IRS agents, and they're going to have them armed. And one of the, one of the, uh, Job descriptions is they have to be willing to shoot to kill. Only when necessary. Only when necessary. Who is it that they want to shoot and kill? The IRS. They're pencil pushers. They're arming them, but disarming you. Think about that. They're going to arm the IRS, but they're going to disarm you. Did you give your consent for that? Did you tell your politician, hey, you know what? I think you should write a, oh, maybe a 700 page act and, and let's include more taxes in that. And, and just for those people who don't want to pay their taxes, oh, except for Al Sharpton, he's okay. Let's arm the IRS so those people, us, We'll think twice before we cheat on our taxes. Did you give your consent for that? You know, something else that really... I have a lot of things that bug me lately, don't I? Be careful how you answer that, Rudy. I uh, have in my hand here... (laughs) I'm a little upset about something. When Trump was running the first time... I gave like $3 or $5. I don't have money to give, folks. But the GOP has me now. And so they're just Democrats. They, they keep sending me stuff, too. And they all want money. It's all about money. So-and-so collected more money this week than they did. You know, the GOP is out collecting the Democrats. The Democrats are out collecting the, the Republicans. And what's happening to you? You get broker and broker. We go by and we got check. Wait a minute. Let me get my phone out. Who's got the cheapest gas today? I like the ones that say, my campaign is over unless you give me $5. <laughs> go put up a lemonade scam for Pete's sakes. I said scam. I meant stand. But, you know, it's kind of the same. Well, here we have lovely lizard Lizzie Cheney. And the only one that's uh, promoting her in Wyoming, I think, is her dad. And my gosh, that that commercial is just a little weird. It's a little bit weird. It's like he wants you to come in the woods and go hunting with him. And I'm thinking, I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. 
It almost looks like he came back from the dead to make that ad. It's just really <laughs> creepy. The only ones that support Liz are him and Lynn. <laughs> we voted for her. We hope you do, too. But Liz, she's on the GOP, and so she sent me this email, and I printed it off yesterday. She is begging, begging for your money, begging for the votes of the people in Wyoming. If you're listening from Wyoming, <laughs> high five to you for getting rid of Cheney. But she ain't going to be gone. I got, I got a sneaking suspicion of what might happen. I could be totally wrong. It's happened a couple of times. She's quoting a Democrat president, not Truman. President Kennedy. In the long history of the world, there have only been a few generations that have been granted the role of defending freedom in its hour of maximum danger. And, of course, her dad says the most dangerous thing possible on the face of the earth to the United States of America is Donald Trump. I would like to know how much money Donald Trump gave to Cheney's through the years for for uh, eh, campaigns and such. Because he gave to both sides. He was wonderful when he had money and he was they go leech it off of him. But they don't want him there being the manager. We're going to talk a little bit about this when we come back. And then I have a high five to give to North Carolina. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann and we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Don't miss Abby Johnson as she delivers a message of life in Springfield, Missouri for Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life event on Friday, August 26th at the White River Conference Center in Springfield, Missouri. Abby is the author of the national best-selling book and movie adaptation, Unplanned which tells the story of her powerful conversion from abortion clinic director to an outspoken pro-life advocate. Abby believes in the work of Vitae Foundation as they utilize digital marketing strategies to connect abortion-determined women with life-saving resources at local pregnancy help centers. Reserve your seat today by going to adsforlife.org. Again, that's Abby Johnson on August 26th in Springfield, Missouri. Before this event sells out, register today at adsforlife.org. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. 
Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. We have returned. We're in the final segment of today's show. I have a pile of stuff here I was going to share with you. But on, on, on Liz Cheney, if you are a mind to, you could send her a little note about who is really following justice. And it is not her. If she wanted justice, she would have recused herself from being on this J6 committee because she was out and has verbally said, I'm going to keep him from as far away from the White House as I can. They're after Donald Trump. They don't want, they don't want him to run. They know he's going to win if he runs and they don't think they can cheat enough to get it done again. But here's her address for you to let her know that she does not have your support. Post, even if you're not from Wyoming. Post Office Box 3167, Cheyenne, Wyoming, 82003. Let me repeat that. This is Cheney for Wyoming. (laughs) Cheney against Wyoming. Post Office Box 3167, Cheyenne, Wyoming, 82003. Now, just to be fair, I I got one from Mike Pompeo, too. They want money. $15 so we can take back the Senate. Yeah, well, I'm not sending you $15. I like you, old Mike, but I'm not sending you. And these guys don't send them. You know, they've got some kind of program that they send out all this stuff, and it puts this name or that name on them, you know. But I had mentioned to Rudy the other day, and I might mention it on the air. What if, what if Lizzie Cheney, Lizard Cheney, wants to uh, 
run for president in 2024 on the Democrat ticket. What do you think if they put a Democrat and a Republican on the ticket, just like they did the J6 committee, do they really think that would show bipartisan ship? Oh, looky here. We're going to run together. We're going to save this country from Trump. Vote for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Democrats are supporting Liz, and they have asked. This is a Democrat from uh, Minnesota and a Democrat from New Jersey, Tom Malinowski and Dean Phillips. And they are appealing to their Wyoming Democrats online with their campaign ads this week to vote, cross the party line, and vote for Liz Cheney in Wyoming. So how far out am I thinking that they might pull a fast one and run a Democrat on the, a Republican on the Democrat ticket? Well, the Dems ain't got nobody. They ain't got nobody. <laughs> they ain't got nobody. They ain't got so. nobody. <laughs> so I'm my thinking... brother should sing that song to them. There you go. You know, my brother likes to sing because I'm too short. He always likes to sing short people got nobody. You know, um, they're in this together. Now, not every Republican, but the majority of them, I'm afraid, are. I had so many things to share, and we are running out of time. I think we hit on that one enough. And uh, you've heard Trump's statement. So, here's my high five. Can you hear it? High five to North Carolina School District, who put... AR-15s in every school to prevent future shootings. <gasps> Weapons. On Friday, this was last week. This I got this this week eight, on the eighth of uh, today's the twelfth. I got this on the eighth, and I've been holding it. Actually, I've been forgetting it. It says on Friday, a school district of North Carolina announced its plans to prevent possible mass shootings by arming every school in the district with AR-15s. <laughs> I want to know who their school superintendent is. This guy is awesome. Axios reports that the Madison County school system plans to have the AR-15s locked up in special gun safes in every school within the county. The move reflects the widespread opinion that when it comes to gun violence in schools, the best deterrence is to arm the school so that the shooter is likely to face more resistance than an unarmed school. Again, Sheriff, it's County Sheriff Buddy Harwood said that by having the firearms located directly in the school in response time against a possible mass shooter will be greatly reduced, especially compared to simply calling 9-11 and waiting for law enforcement to arrive, especially if they're like the law enforcement in Uvalde. 400 armed men, armed to the hilt. I mean, they look like SWAT teams. But not a one of them made a move. Not a one of them. They could have had no weapon, and 400 men could have stormed that one little classroom and taken that guy out by the neck or shot him. Okay, so they're unarmed. They couldn't shoot him because that's my point. This is 
a good thing. Why do you think? Go ahead. It's liable to work if you've been watching any of the videos of the shopkeepers that are armed. When a thug comes in with a gun, as soon as the thug sees that the shopkeeper's got a gun, they get the heck out of there. Now, what New Yorker gave consent to arrest the shopkeepers and let the bad guys go if they lived? (laughs) The one guy got his arm blown off. Yeah. I mean, that guy had a shotgun. You know, Joe Biden said, get a shotgun. Did he not? Didn't he? Didn't he say, get a shotgun, get a shotgun? He he wasn't wrong, you know, (laughs) really. Except you only got a couple of shots with a shotgun, right? Am I correct about that? Yes. Well, maybe five or six if it's a pump. I don't know. (laughs) America, (laughs) you know, the only thing that's keeping us from completely going over the hilt here is that Second Amendment. They know you have your guns. Don't give them up. Do not compromise your guns. And write to the NRA or whoever, the GOA, whoever it is you support for your gun control, (laughs) that we will do no more compromising. Put them on notice. These uh, um, 5013C organizations, they are rich. And I'm talking about the NRA and the others. (laughs) They are making money. Their spokespeople don't go out without pay. Well, kudos to North Carolina. I wish all of them would do that. Every county in the state of Missouri, every county in every state, start protecting the children. They do that in Israel, you know. They stand guard. Where are the mothers? You know, I had a little message earlier this week that I never got to shoot off. But you soccer moms that don't like the language of Donald Trump, look at Chicago, look at New York, look at some of these other cities and all the crime that is going on. Look at the rape that's going on inside the public schools. And you tell me, you tell me why you want them to control your children. You better take your children back because they don't belong to the government. That's what they're trying to tell you. They belong to you. But it's time for all of us to put them on notice and let them know, I didn't give you my consent for that. And let's bring America home.